This time on a special edition of Poll Hub, brand new polling on what Americans think of the historic indictment and arrest of ex-president Donald Trump. Nothing like this has ever happened in the U.S., but is the reaction from Americans commensurate with the gravity of the event? We're looking at our new data, which was collected as Trump appeared in a Miami federal court to face those charges. And we're looking at polling from the nearest analog in American history, Watergate. Lots to do, so let's get to it. And hi, everybody. Welcome to Poll Hub. I'm J.D. Dapper. I'm Barbara Carvalho. And I'm Lee Marengoff. And this is a special edition of Poll Hub. Special because although we do usually release on Friday, we weren't planning to this week because we have a special, truly special edition next week, Poll Hub 300, which we'll talk about at the uh, end of this show. The reason we are back in kind of a surprise, not planning to do this show, is because of what's happened with Donald Trump, uh, the indictment, and uh, his facing that indictment in federal court on Tuesday of this week in Miami. We were in the field Monday night and through Tuesday and into Wednesday asking Americans what they thought about this. Uh, and we have released these results uh, on this Friday with our partners, NPR and the PBS NewsHour. Thoughts? Well, what we show in this particular poll, we asked a few questions. We had started out focusing on the 2024 presidential campaign and then had to pivot a little bit because of the fact that Trump was uh, to be charged uh, this week. And so one of the things that we were asking and have been asking Americans is whether uh, people actually think what he's done is actually illegal uh, whether they think that he's probably done something unethical, but it really doesn't rise to the level of illegal, or uh, whether he's done nothing wrong. What we found this time around is half, literally half, 50% of Americans believe that he has done something which rises to the issue of illegal. But then uh, 23%, nearly a quarter of Americans, think that, well, what he's done is really just more unethical. And another quarter of Americans believe that he's done nothing wrong. Not surprisingly, there's a very you know, wide gap in perspective, depending upon whether you are a Democrat or Republican. Democrats overwhelmingly think that the president, former President Trump has done something illegal. And fully 50 percent of Republicans believe he has done nothing wrong. So we are seeing, again, just like we see in our politics and, and many debates, um, that this is you know, just a completely different worldview, uh, depending upon where you stand in terms of ideology and party identification. Other polls that have been out this week and last have focused on the fact that Republicans basically think that this is a political winch, witch hunt, to use terms that have been bandied about on that side of the aisle, whereas Democrats believe that there is a there there. Independents, depending upon which way they lean, whether they lean towards the Democrats or the Republicans, um, you know, have the respective perspective. Yeah, I, I, I would say, you know, since Donald Trump came on the political scene in this current iteration, the 2015-2016, there's been a cottage industry. And it is, it started when he came down that escalator and announced his candidacy and made some very nasty claims about Mexican-Americans. And everybody said, well, he's done. You can't run on that. And since then, every single time he's done anything, 
everybody has stuck a fork in him, or a lot of people have, and said, that's it. It's over. He's, you know, he's, you know, kind of after John McCain. He's kind of after people with developmental disabilities. He's had all these illegal and potentially illegal investigations. And, you know, January 6th, well, that's it. You can't go, you know, into the Capitol and beat up policemen and uh, and survive that. Uh, and so, you know, here we are again. Now we have, as Jay indicated in, in the intro and as Barbara's shown in the numbers, here we are again. He's been indicted. Has it happened before? Um, the numbers okay. not moving that much. It's, again, the people are digging in their heels on both sides of the question. If you're a Republican, you haven't moved. And if you're a Democrat, you haven't moved. You're you're sort of for him or against him. And that's where we have been. And that's where it remains with Donald Trump. It's, Let me add a couple of other numbers, because we did ask uh, Republicans and Republican-leaning independents a couple of other things, whether they still had a favorable, unfavorable impression of uh, Donald Trump. I mean, this was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, when the news about former President Trump was about him facing these charges. Um, and uh, so what we found was that 76% of Republicans and Republican leaning independents still had a favorable impression of him. And we asked, well, if he does continue to run for president, which, by the way, they would definitely like him to do, would they support him or would they likely support another Republican for president, kind of looking forward to the uh, primaries? You know, nearly two thirds of Republicans said that they would support Donald Trump. Uh, we're about a third are looking for uh, another choice. So just wanted to add kind of some of those caveats. But is this really all that different? You know, kind of thinking back to the fact that Democrats stood behind, uh, you know, President Bill Clinton, Clinton during, yeah, during his Man. impeachment. And Lee, you could probably even harken back a farther than that. Yeah, with Watergate, Lee, because in that case, what happened there, American opinion of Nixon declined fairly rapidly, but didn't Republicans stick around pretty much the same way they stick around for Trump? Yeah, and then the argument has been, had the economy not been in trouble, that Richard Nixon may have survived, and it was probably the tapes that ultimately did him in. But the, also a big factor here was the, in Watergate, the Republican leadership marched over to the White House, knocked on the door, went into the Oval Office and said, you got to go, okay? And what has happened this time is even with the attack on the Capitol, which was certainly as unprecedented as these uh, indictments are in terms of the history of one political leader, I marched the leadership, you know, with a few wrinkles here and there and a Mitt Romney occasionally and a someone else now and then, uh, has stood by Donald Trump, the leadership of the Republican Party, for a variety of reasons, probably self-preservation for their own careers more than anything else, has stuck by Donald Trump. They have not marched over to the Oval Office, they have not knocked on the door, and they have not said, you got to pack up and go. And don't take the classified papers with you. That was a joke. Well, this week, we have seen a couple of the presidential candidates come out against Donald Trump and really Yes. Uh, yeah. Republicans, the Republican uh, candidates. I'm thinking specifically of Nikki Haley, uh, Chris Christie, um, and I'm, there's there's one more that I know. Uh, as, uh, Asa, oh, oh Asa sorry, Hutchinson. Or, 
Uh, yep. And and then uh, then I'll add another one, which is uh, former Vice President Mike Pence. Um, so, yeah. Jay, uh, are they just looking for that kind of 32 percent and corner that uh, kind of well, what's the what's their rationale, particularly in, you know, heading into a primary season where the Republican rank and file is clearly behind. So. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure how they win a Republican primary with that argument, uh, other than uh, maybe uh, things will eventually change here um, because of this with some portion of the Republican electorate. What I will say is the one question we haven't mentioned that we asked, which I haven't seen asked very many other places, especially this week, is uh, do you think he should drop out of the race or continue to run in, as president based on what you've heard of these charges? Not whether he's convicted or not. We just asked. He's been indicted. And fully 56% of Americans think he should drop out of the race, including 58% of independents and even 17% of Republicans. Now, 83% of Republicans think he should stay in. But I think that's where, the on these edges, I think that's where there is change. And uh, there is likely to be, from what we understand, additional charges and indictments in additional courts on additional charges uh, You know, over the course of the next month or two. And uh, that's, I think, where maybe we want to watch. Not his Republican approval rating, which is kind of the obvious place to look, but this question, should he drop out? I am really curious as we continue to ask that question, what happens if there's a continuing drip, drip, drip of charges, indictments, allegations, facing you know courts, grand juries? Uh, I'm curious. I think that's where we're going to see, uh, if we see it, that's where we'll begin to see this peeling off. And then candidates, Republican candidates saying, I, I got to make my break. This is the time I got to make well, my break. And, and the question, the obvious question is right now, what we're saying is Donald Trump is not in bad shape at this moment to win his party's nomination uh, in 2024 to become the Republican nominee yet again for president. However, the question that you just raised, and, and, and I look right at those independents, if you have a majority of independents saying he should drop out of the race right now before all this drip, drip, drip continues, um, I think that makes running in a general election very, very steep uphill for him. And then oh, the wait a second, wait a second. If, if if the primaries are very far off, and we, you know, we don't, we, we <laughs> certainly don't have crystal balls uh, to to get a sense of that, but. I mean, the general election, you know, a year and a half from now, who knows what the candidate, who the candidate. Lee's holding up a light that try. looks something like a ball, <laughs> but not a crystal ball. Hey, that's well, not a crystal, is it? Uh, I, I, yes, I, I, I thought that that would, it's rather large. And I think that that requires, uh, as Barbara's talking, you, one is certainly needs a large, look, we know our politics can change. We've seen dramatic events occurring um, and we're dealing with, you know, uh, two people who are the front runners of their party, uh, Joe Biden and Donald Trump, who are, you know, in the 80-ish range of in terms of age, stuff can happen from a health standpoint, and that could change everything about this presidential race on both sides of the equation. So we can't, you know, put this, uh, you know, this discussion to bed. All we can do is sort of follow the bouncing ball in the short term, and in the short term, the long term doesn't look so good for a Republican nominee who uh, a majority of independents say, get out of this race, we don't want you. 
And that's got to change in order for uh, a Republican nominee to be ultimately successful. Um, the question See, I-, I disagree. I do disagree with you guys, though, because uh, right now we've got quite a wide field of Republican presidential candidates. Uh, this is very reminiscent of how uh, uh, Donald Trump, yep, Donald Trump kind of just went right in between all of these candidates. Uh, he doesn't need a large proportion of people to start racking up delegates. So I think that he is still a force to be reckoned with in the Republican Party. And one of my takeaways from from this poll is, uh, wow, they are steadfast behind him and have actually dug their heels in deeper as they feel that this is a politically motivated uh, process. Well, the one thing you can count on is we'll continue to poll on these questions and others, uh, and we'll continue to release those results and talk about them here on Poll Hub over the course of the next many months uh, into the primaries, into the election. Before we go, though, uh, just mentioned at the top of the show, and I want to mention again that um, we, this is technically, we've kind of blown it. This is our 300th episode of Fall Club, but Fall Club <laughs> 300, which was intended to be our 300th episode, we have done 300 episodes of this show on a weekly basis. And uh, we've done a very special episode for next week. Our students have researched, written, produced, done a huge amount of work over a couple of months. Uh, and so we're really excited and really proud of this show. Uh, and that is what is going to be released next week. And then we're going to take a, uh, a couple weeks off until we get through on the other side of the Independence Day holiday. So just want to let you know that that's what's going to appear in your podcasting app of choice. If you've got people who you know that listen to us and maybe don't listen to regularly, uh, let them know that this episode that's coming up is going to be great. And, and we'd really appreciate it if you'd share it around uh, and uh, get the word out on uh, on Paul Hub and, and what we do. Anyway. Uh, until yeah. then, Jay, yeah. I understand there's a marching band and cheerleaders, uh, which <laughs> accompanying the three of the show. No, so no, no, get this. This is this is this is show 299.5. It's all within the yeah, error right. margin. There it's you go. Fine. And then we, we, but I will underscore the fact the students who've done a great job all along on these 300 episodes are hitting it out of the park, uh, for the 300th because they have really taken us on as theirs, and um, it's very exciting. And rumor has it, you're gonna hear from them directly. Oh, there you go. That'll do it for Poll Hub this week. Poll Hub is produced by the Mayor's Poll at Mayor's College in Poughkeepsie, New York. Mary Griffith is our executive producer. Casey Schaff is our production supervisor. The Poll Hub team includes Athan Hollis, Emily Dupoint, and Eve Fisher. If you enjoy Poll Hub, please consider leaving a review. Positive reviews help other listeners like you find us. If you have questions for us, tweet them at us at Maris Poll. Remember, you can always tell your smart speaker to play Poll Hub, and with any luck, it'll cooperate. Finally, wherever you listen to Poll Hub, there is a subscribe button. Click it, and the latest episode will be ready for you in your podcast app as soon as it's released. We'll, we'll see you next time. time.